Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Gonzo Tonight Show. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you can stay updated with when we upload new episodes. My guest today, I've known for a very long time now. He is very interested in psychology and is working towards a degree in the field. And he has come on here to talk about uh, mental health and college life and similar topics. So give it up for Jonathan Prito. How are you doing, my friend? I'm doing good. How about you? Doing good, man. Welcome to the podcast. Oh, yeah. All right. So we're going to talk about a few things today, including um, college lifestyle. Oh, yeah. Uh, mental health, finances. Money, everything. Just... And this, it'll be geared more towards like the younger crowd. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Definitely. But I yeah. just wanted uh, to come and just say what I've learned throughout the past like 20 years. Mm-hmm. So I think that could definitely help out a lot of kids our age. Yeah, yeah. I mean, definitely, um, especially kids that are younger that aren't in college yet, uh, listening to this, they can definitely get some firsthand experience, oh, especially yeah. of what college is like currently, because it changes like every it, few it years. It changes every couple of years, yeah. Definitely yeah, they always it's... add new things. There's new stuff to think about. Um, but yeah, so what's your college situation right now? Well, like, what are you up to? Right now, I'm at, I'm, I just finished Seminole State. So I have to graduate from Seminole State first, get my degree, and then just walk the stage and then just leave. Now, I'm trying to figure out which university I really want to go to. So lately, me and a couple of friends of mine, we've been going all throughout Florida mm-hmm. and just visiting. We visited FSU, of course, UCF. Wait, we basically live around UCF, so we know right. what UCF has. And we're going to UM next Friday. Okay. So... I'm trying to see what's been going on with all kinds of other colleges and stuff yeah. like that. But I visited FSU about, I would say, like two weeks ago. And what I saw up there was a lot. <laughs> it was a lot. It was completely different from UCF. And I absolutely, I loved it. What are you uh, studying now? Well, psych. Psychology. Okay. 100%. I want to major in psychology. That's 100%. I know what I want to do. Don't know which field of psychology just yet. Mm-hmm. But I know that that's what I want to do. That's okay, yeah. So you're set on psychology now. 100%. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Since high school, like, I took okay. AP Psych. Only class I really did really well on. Really? Did super good on it. It was awesome. Yeah, there's not a lot of people who do well in psych, especially yeah. when they take it in high school. And it's good that you know what you want to do now. Yeah. there's a lot of kids who go into college, and even by the time they finish their AA, they still they, have they no still idea. They still don't know. Yeah. Yeah. They have and, no idea. You know, some cases, that of course, that's fine. And it's just hard if you finish your AA and go into something mm-hmm. then realize you don't like it you have to you know pick a new major yeah take all those classes again it's a lot of money too just trying to switch and it's mm-hmm. a lot so I started really trying to find out what I liked definitely senior year yeah. I was looking all senior year and then I took AP psych the first AP class I ever took mm-hmm. and I heard so many things from so many of our friends they were like it's super hard yeah good luck and I was like oh oh well so I took it <laughs> and then i honestly did phenomenal on and it was just really interesting and from psych I learned so much and now when I go up so when I was at FSU I (laughs) it sounds kind of weird but like I honestly people watch yeah and I use some of the stuff that I learned from psych Mm -hmm. and I just like to sit back and I you can really read a lot of people and see what they're doing yeah without even talking to them yeah, it's really interesting, it's, the topic of, you know, psychology and the brain. Mm-hmm. If you know just a little bit about how the brain works, you can have you can, the advantage over exactly. a lot of people. Oh, yeah. And that'll help you out with um, seeking jobs, too. Yeah. Because if you have, you know, there's certain advantages you have when you go to a job interview that you can have over others. Mm-hmm. And, you know, having those advantages will make you stick out. As opposed to yeah. someone else you're competing for against. Yeah, it's definitely just knowing how to read people in general. Mm-hmm. Knowing how people work and why they do the things that they do. Yeah, it a lot helps of, out a lot. A lot of people don't realize, too, like how simple it actually is. Yeah, it's not People, it's people not think hard. it's like yeah. this really hard like thing you have no. to study for a while. There's a lot of easy like 
tips you can yeah. pick up on. Even watching like a five minute YouTube video yeah. just explaining it, you already know seventy percent way more than what most of the people mm-hmm. know. And a lot of it too is like there's a lot of body language that goes into it. Oh yeah. So that's so easy. Like if you mm-hmm. know body language, then that's like one big step right there. Yeah. And of course there's always like different things that relate to the brain, like how people act or how people maybe like certain ticks they yeah, have or something like that. There's certain things that people and in body language always like the eyes, the way that the body just even just your posture in general. Mm-hmm. If you're in a conversation and you're talking to someone and they may be saying all kinds of stuff that may seem like they're into the conversation, but mm-hmm. then if you watch their body language, it could tell you a completely different thing. Yeah. Which is why it's so important just to know how to read people and just know what they really mm-hmm. want to do. I think it's good knowing this stuff going into college too, because a lot of classes now they make you do presentations and stuff. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's always good to have the body language thing down at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you're up there giving a presentation to appear confident and very stern because you know if you're shy and kind of reserved when you're giving a speech it's like you know the professor will notice people are going to pick up on that yeah so and of course job interviews oh yeah like we just said extremely helpful so i think you know when you're going into college is when you need to start seriously thinking about what you want to do what's going to help you accomplish those goals Um, You know, are you going to be behind a desk for a majority of the day? Are you going to actually be going out and meeting people, having fun, talking to people, doing all kinds of stuff? Right. So, you know, if you're doing a desk job, it may be, you know, all this, the social, um, social things that you have to learn. Mm -hmm. Maybe not are, they're not as serious. No. But if you plan on being someone who's giving presentations or meeting, just meeting with a client, talking to people in general, just, you have to learn something. And even from all the things I learned in psych, it's definitely about job interviews, 100%. It's mm-hmm. helped me out a lot. Yeah. Just the way that I sit, the way that I dress, just the way that I just talk to someone who's interviewing me, everything. It's amazing. Uh, yeah, because, I mean, I met, I was in the my lobby for work, and there mm-hmm. was this guy there. He was, like, probably close to 60. He was super well-dressed. Mm-hmm. He had, like, a nice shirt on, uh, like, nicely groomed. So, um, and we're waiting for the elevator. So, I looked at him and I said, hey, I like your shirt. And he said, mm-hmm. oh, thanks. And then he kind of like didn't say anything else. So I was kind of like, wait, I was kind of waiting for him to like keep the conversation going. Yeah, keep going, it going. Yeah. But he didn't. So I was like, okay. And then we got, yeah, it was just kind of awkward. Just, okay. So we got in the elevator and then um, I asked him what Floyd said and he was, or what Floyd wanted. He's like, uh, f- uh, th- three, like he kind of was stuttering. Yeah. So it was like, he looked like very professional on the outside, like very well put together. But when he started and speaking. Then when, and yeah, then when, when I tried yeah. to talk to him, he was like very awkward and A lot couldn't of like hold the like, conversation. You'd be surprised, like, how many people, like, no matter how old they are, they could be 60, they could be mm-hmm. 20, just like us, and they just, they're not good with social cues yeah. at all. They don't know how to respond well with anything. Like, when I was at FSU, there was, there's this bar, and it's a rooftop bar, and there's a bunch of people there, and it's, there's probably about, like, maybe a couple hundred kids mm-hmm. just shoved in this really tight space. But you'd be surprised how many people just walk around they'll get in conversations and then halfway through they turn around, they go to the bar and they don't talk to anyone for the rest of the <laughs> night and they don't do anything. Hmm. And I noticed that and I was like, well, everyone here is just trying to talk to someone. Yeah. Everyone here is trying to have a good time. Yeah. So you should really just try to break out of your shell a little bit more and I'll go up and I'll start talking to people because I mean, mm-hmm. I don't really care. Yeah. I mean, I'll walk up to people. I don't care. And if you don't want to see them again after that, you don't have yeah, to. Yeah. And like, like, you don't have to. The and like, I knew of that. I was leaving like two days after that. So I was, I'll make a fool out of myself. I don't mind. Yeah. But... I mean, yeah, especially if you're in that setting, you have to be um, somewhat outgoing at least. Yeah. Um, even if you go with friends or people you know, you you know, you can't just stand there and kind of like just be awkward. Not do anything. Yeah. It, I mean, yeah, you just won't have fun. You, like, you won't. Yeah. The only person you're really hurting is you. It's yourself. Exactly. Yeah. If you're just sitting there and then like, even though you don't know those people, all those people are trying to do the same thing. Right. And I feel like a big part of it too is like, um, people think, oh, well, I don't want to be the outgoing one, yeah. but then they're also thinking, oh, I don't want to be the outgoing, outgoing one. So it's just so, this weird conversation there's between that wall two there, people yeah. who are just like trying to see who's going to make the first move in a way. Right. So I'll walk up to people and then I'll just be like, oh, hey man, like, like you said, like, I like your shirt. Mm-hmm. And then I'll just be like, thanks. Yeah. And like, then I don't yeah. know what to do after that. I'm like, yeah. At that okay. point you just got to, you know, I walk away. I don't know yeah. what else to do. Yeah. I guess, yeah, so the thing is, you know, if two people come in contact and they both want to make 
the effort, mm-hmm. then that'll work out. You know, yeah. some, but someone's got to make the first move at least. Mm-hmm. If you know, it's one person who wants to make the effort, and the other person who's just you know reserved or whatever, then that's not going to work. It's out. not. Like, you just got to. You have to like. You have to be a little bit more like when you're going out. You have to like the main thing I told some of my friends are a little bit more reserved. They like they're hold back a little bit. And I tell them like, well, if you want to go out and you want to have fun, you got to be a little bit more confident. Yeah. You have to go out there and you have to really just assert yourself in a way. So once again, wonderful place, mm-hmm. night library, <laughs> wonderful place. Um, a couple of friends of mine, they're just there and they're just not really talking to anyone. Yeah. And then, you know, we were trying to like have a good time, but if, how are we going to have a good time if we're all just in the corner on right. our phones going on Twitter talking about other people who aren't even there mm-hmm. when there's hundreds of kids right in front of you and you can meet new people. Yeah. You meet all kinds of cool people there. And that's one of the best things It's just networking through little places like that. They may be really dark or whatever, mm-hmm. really dirty, yeah. but you're going to meet all kinds of cool people in college and universities. And that's going to help you get somewhere later on down in life yeah. by making good friends and close relationships. Would you assume that, like kids nowadays are more reserved than maybe the past generations oh, or do you think they're I more honestly, outgoing this is i honestly think it just depends on where they're at okay so like for example a lot of kids in like high school i know that for a fact they're way more reserved and they're yeah especially with the high school we went to they're just they're definitely way more like i don't want to talk to anyone no one's going to talk to me but at college especially the ones that i've been to they just they don't really care. They'll mm-hmm. talk to anyone and everyone. But there's also a small handful of kids who will go out and do whatever, and then they'll just do nothing. Mm-hmm. So it's a mix of 50-50, and I think okay. it just depends on where you came from and where you're at. Mm-hmm. Because some places is a little bit more – some people may walk in and they feel really judged as soon as they walk in. Mm-hmm. And they feel intimidated, and they don't really want to talk to anyone. So they'll just yeah. sit in the corner, and they don't do much. But – if you kind of go out and you just know you're going to have fun, you're not really going to see any of these people, then you're mm-hmm. going to go and be a little bit more outgoing. But being outgoing really starts with all those social cues from honestly when you were a kid. Yeah. By the time kids are four years old, already if they haven't learned any social cues, they're not good with socializing with anyone, all the peers that they have will start to move on from them mm-hmm. because they're already getting older. They're yeah. already – they're like five, six. They already know what they're going to do. So as a child, developing those social cues will help you so much later on in life when you're 20, oh, yeah. 25, doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. All those things are super important. And it's it takes a lot of work if you right now are 20 or 21 and you're a little bit more quiet and laid back. You just have to really look inside yourself and really just try to break out of your shell a little bit. Yeah, because you too, if you're that old, especially if you're 20, you already set in your own ways. Yeah. And it's hard to change habits and change your lifestyle. So of course, when you're that old and yeah. you're that like developed, it's hard to just change it like right, right there. Yeah. But yeah, of course, if you were surrounded by, you know, maybe talkative family and you had a lot of like people around you that were social and, you know, the people but, you surround yourself right, with, especially, you're going to become, especially that. when yeah. you're younger, like when you're a toddler I'll, you know, baby, toddler, whatever. If you if you're surrounded by a good amount of people who mm-hmm. just you know talk normally, then they start picking that up and and they, then they helps start them develop, learning yeah. and all kinds of stuff like that. That's just how it is. If you're surrounded by people who just are extremely outgoing, you're gonna be a little bit more outgoing. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, I think it's just no matter how many people that you really surround yourself with, you still have to kind of look inside yourself a little bit yeah. because you're not really gonna be your own person if you're just trying to be everyone else. So if you're trying to be yeah. everyone else, that's cool. You're going to be a little bit more outgoing, but you're not going to be what you really want to be. Mm-hmm. Well, it takes, I think it takes less energy too to actually just be yourself. Yeah. You know, instead of like um, if, using all this energy to be someone else. Yeah. Because, you, you know, it's it's harder to do that than just to, you know, be yourself. I found out who I was probably about like junior, senior year of high school. Mm-hmm. I knew what I wanted to do and I knew what I liked, especially junior year. Like my freshman, sophomore year, I was wearing all the clothes that everyone else was wearing Mm -hmm. i kind of liked it but i just wanted to be cool yeah but then come junior senior year someone told me like what what are you what are you doing just be yourself like Mm -hmm. so what who cares like no one's really going to say anything so i started wearing what i wanted to wear started listening to what i wanted to listen to Mm -hmm. i started getting interested in things that i liked and it was all different from everyone else Mm -hmm. and then after that all the friends that i grew from that they 
knew who I was and they were all my real friends because they yeah. knew the real me rather yeah. than just some picture perfect version that I just wanted to walk around school with. Yeah. It's all about the mindset too. Cause like you said, you were wearing clothes and doing stuff that other people were doing. Yeah. But there's people who generally, you know, like those they style like that of clothes. stuff and that's fine. Right. And then you need, you know, people need to realize that if they do what they like and yeah. you know, wear clothes that they actually like, they'll actually be more comfortable. Mm-hmm. And then people actually care less about what you're wearing and what you're doing. Cause they Cause know if that, you're yourself, yeah. and if you're comfortable, then they, you know, forget about all that. They're like, Oh, this guy is like really cool. You know, he's, he doesn't care. He, he walks. Yeah. In he's wearing, he's confident. He's, you know, he comes yeah. over here, he talks to me, he says hi, whatever. So the last thing they notice is like what you're wearing, what yeah. you're doing. But if you're trying to be someone you're not, then they pick on they that pick really up on easily. That yeah, they very quick. That guy, you know, that outfit doesn't look like it doesn't fit. It doesn't you. work for that it guy. It doesn't fit you. You know, he's trying to be hipster. Or he's Outfits, trying to be like some just yeah. music you listen to, the fashion you wear, no matter what it is. I always tell everyone like sometimes I'll go shopping with some friends and then they'll be like, "Oh, does this look good?" I tell them honestly, I'm like, "No, it doesn't." Mm-hmm. But if you like it, wear it. Yeah. But then, as soon as I tell them no, they kind of change their demeanor yeah. changes a lot but so what if just because mm-hmm. i don't like it doesn't mean that you don't have but to it's like up to it. them yeah i mean if if but if they do like it then then they, yeah. they should be like oh well i mean i, I like it. it so yeah but whatever. if they don't then they could be like okay well he's being you know he's being honest, he's being honest with me so i really should like not maybe wear this like if I don't yeah want to. yeah and you'd be surprised anyone who hasn't really gone out to a university just yet and is listening to this podcast you're gonna walk in whether it's fsu um ucf FAU, no matter what it is, everyone looks the same. I walked into that bar and I looked around and every guy was wearing the same exact thing. <laughs> and I couldn't, like, it was honestly hard to tell who was who sometimes. Mm-hmm. Even the girls, they all, they all just really nice. They had, like, boots, they had shorts, they had, like, really, like, their hair all done. But it was really hard to tell who was who. Like, as soon as they turned around, I was like, I don't know whether you're this girl or <laughs> that guy. I don't know who you are. Yeah. And that was a big issue that I had because mm-hmm. when I walked in, no one else was dressed just like me. Maybe one or two people, but who cares? Yeah. But everyone else, they all had, I can, they had jeans, white shoes, and they had like a curved, like, you know, the t-shirts kind of curve at the bottom. Yeah. And they were really tight. So their muscles are all big and huge. <laughs> and they had like maybe one tattoo. And like, that's it. <laughs> and, and I was like, you guys all look the same. But white shoes, for some reason, I feel like a lot of people... Like almost ninety nine percent of people have like oh, yeah. plain white shoes. Plain white shoes, like plain white shoes goes with anything. I yeah, don't think I'm wearing no, no, I'm wearing my black shoes. But plain white shoes, yeah, I mean, they're nice. They go with they anything. are nice. But for me personally, I I get shoes like scuffed and dirty easily. Yeah, so I just don't want to deal with that. Like even you know my brown shoes and like these are a little scuffed, but like it blends in more. If yeah. it's white, like you know I, I see that it gets dirty, and then I'm like I I can't. You, you don't do. Really, I don't want to look yeah. at that right now. Like mm-hmm. I need it to be perfect. Um, but when it's like a colored shoe, then it's like, oh, you don't it's really okay. notice it. Yeah. Like my black shoes, I wear these out all the time, and they get disgusting. But yeah. you can't tell exactly. But and then if you if you were to take like a cloth and like what like you just wash put it. water on it, you'd be like, oh wow, like look at oh all well, the like, like that's it. Like it's a lot <laughs> yeah, of dirt. You look at that's it. That's why I like you know, especially like black shoes. Like I have black tennis shoes. That's like right. my go-to because you know black pretty much goes with just anything. anything. And then, like, they get dirty. You're not going to notice. So what? Yeah. But a lot of them, they have white shoes on, but they were all scuffed and dirty. And well, I can course, tell that yeah. just from just watching them that they just wear those shoes just because they want to go out. And they know that they're going to get dirty, so they put on those shoes. Because yeah. it was either Converse, Vans, Jordans, doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But they're all scuffed and dirty. And then there were some people in there who were walking around with, like, $200, like, brand new shoes. <laughs> and I'm like, are you you an idiot you're gonna walk in yeah. and then someone's gonna spill their drink all over your shoes <laughs> and then you're gonna get upset yeah and they complain about it but you did it to yourself right it, you know what you're getting into you know what you're doing when you go to those types of places but universities are still it's a great time and mm-hmm. i went i went to the bar the first night when i got there and then the second night um that, that whole day we just walked around the campus of fsu just to see what it was like mm-hmm. and it was unlike anything I've ever seen. Because going from like Seminole State all the way to like FSU or even UCF. Yeah, that's, and a, seeing, that's a real university. It's a, <laughs> that's a real university because everyone knows UCF for like their hometown college. Most yeah. people, they go to high school, a little community college, and then they jump right into UCF. So that's a pattern that we're all used to. 
But then once you kind of take a step back and then you go to like FSU or UM and then everything is completely different. Mm -hmm. There's kids everywhere. There was a kid like on a longboard just like vaping. (laughs) Just out of nowhere. He was coming out of class and I was like, oh. Is someone going to say something to him? No, no one said not, anything. There's not enough staff. There's not anyway. enough staff like there. Exactly. <laughs> there's thousands of kids just walking around. There's a Starbucks on campus. There's, I'm sure there's a Starbucks on campus at UCF too. Right, but there's maybe I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, but they had a Starbucks on campus. They had like and everywhere within a mile radius of FSU, it's all like garnet and gold. Yeah, everywhere there could be like a mom and dad breakfast shop. There oh yeah, they be, have no it matter all. what it is, and There's they have good it all. Stuff there. It's all kinds of cool stuff, and it's only like university kids who go there. Mm-hmm. So I saw that, and I was like, "This is like an actual college town." Yeah, I'm not used to this. I'm used to some little knickknack bookshop <laughs> back home. Yeah. I'm not used to any of this. So when I told my parents, they're like, "Yeah," but then we started talking about the money. Then we started talking about moving out, and then once you started like cracking down on the numbers, you then just realize like, "Oh damn, that's yeah. a lot." You want to go big, you got to You want to go big, it. you got to you got to go hard mm-hmm. if you really want to do it and and that's when I started thinking about because I used to live in I used to live in Miami. Mm-hmm. I was born in Miami. I was born in Hialeah. Really dark place. Real dangerous, <laughs> yeah. but I lived there until I was about 5 and then we moved up to Lake Mary and then from there everything just happened where I am now. Yeah. But what happened back then was completely different and my parents always remind me of that and i think that with what i went through with what i'm about to say a lot of people will learn a lot from it Mm -hmm. so when i was born my parents had me at 18 years old Mm -hmm. they didn't even finish high school yet yeah and they had a kid so do you think they had any money for that Mm -mm. nope they had no money their parents kicked them out Mm -hmm. so they were homeless they were on their own they were on their own they lived in a van Literally one of the big, yeah. white, scary, like, fans to say free candy <laughs> yeah, on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where we were staying at for about probably, like, two weeks. They worked at McDonald's. They had a hard, hard upbringing. And then they eventually a really, really nice, humble guy came and saw us, and mm-hmm. he just took us off the streets. And he put us in his home and said, just get back on your feet yeah. and then work your way up. And then that happened, and the rest is history. So going from that and realizing just how hard it was to get to where my family's at at this point and everything I've had to go through. Mm-hmm. I looked at it and then my parents started talking about the money and the university and all that and realizing I had no money for the first like maybe 10 years of my life. Mm-hmm. None of us did. But realizing that, I then was just like, oh, well, maybe if I like work hard enough for it and it kind of like gave me a little bit of determination mm-hmm. to really work hard, get yeah. there, save money, do what I got to do. That way I can go out to these bars and whatever and walk around mm-hmm. campus and do all kinds of fun stuff. Yeah. And not just FSU. Anywhere. Yeah. Anywhere. UM, UCF too. UCF has, how many kids does UCF have? It's like 66,000, I want to say, oh. in total. Yeah. It's, it, it, it's just, it's massive now. Yeah. It's a huge school. Yeah. So it's the same exact thing, whether you go to FSU or UCF, you're going to be paying boatloads of money to go yeah. there. So after I realized that, that's when I really started to start saving money Mm -hmm. and i used to everyone i think everyone's like first job is never really their best oh no it's like it's you know a bottom of the line job in clothing or yeah like retail something something. bottom like you have to start out with the minimum wage the minimum and then you work your way up yeah Yeah. that's what i did Mm -hmm. i was honestly i started getting to the job force when i was 15 yeah, and yeah. I did. I had a really bad pattern. I used to just like jump from job to job. Yeah. I would like quit after like three days. I was like, I don't like it. I had a bad day. <laughs> I would like text the manager and be like, I'm done, dude. And like, <laughs> it was really unprofessional. It was horrible. Yeah. Don't ever do that. No, yeah. Don't do that. But that's when, after a while, the first semester of college at Seminole State, I didn't have a job. Mm-hmm. And I didn't do so hot in my classes. And then eventually after a while and this is where things kind of got like really dark for me because i failed like maybe two classes mm-hmm. first semester at someone state it's like high school yeah. How, <laughs> if you have to if you fail some of these classes you really have to try to fail because mm-hmm. the professors are really cool classes are easy no yeah they're not hard and then i went off the deep end i got into a really dark place mentally and then i was in this bad place for about a month mm-hmm. 
and I didn't see the light at the end of the tunnel. I really thought there was no other way out. And then eventually I just took myself. I was like, you know what? Let me try to get back out there mm-hmm. one day. So one day I just started applying to a bunch of different places. And then that's when I got the job as a retail employee mm-hmm. at Abercrombie and Fitch. And then I worked there for about a year and like two months. Mm-hmm. And then I got promoted to even higher position yeah. as a manager at the mall right over here at Hollister. So going from minimum wage to what I'm making now was a huge jump. Mm-hmm. And knowing that I worked hard for it, yeah. in just the span of about two months, I thought about Miami. I thought about when I had no money. Mm-hmm. thought about, honestly, some of the darkest thoughts I've ever had to where I'm at now. And then I always try to talk to people who are going through the same thing. Mm-hmm. Don't give up. Like There's obviously yeah. better days coming. And everything that people go through, and I try to help everyone out as much as I can, which also helped me find my love for psychology, because mm-hmm. I naturally found myself people just telling me their problems. Yeah, I'm not a therapist, but people just like <laughs> people come to you. And they come they to me. They just feel comfortable. And yeah. then knowing that people feel comfortable around me enough to like tell me what's going on, whether mm-hmm. it's a relationship, whether they just don't feel good, they're yeah. just not happy. They come to me, and I always help them out. Mm-hmm. And then knowing that made me happy. I love making yeah. other people happy. Yeah. And being a psychologist or a therapist or anything in that field and really figuring people out and trying to help them, that's the best way to do that. Mm-hmm. People say, do what makes you happy. So yeah. why not? Yeah, and if you do what makes you happy, that's the easiest way to go all the way with it. Like, you know, before you know it, you'll be whether it's you know promoted or maybe the boss of some sort of company or whatever it is be your own it, boss no mm-hmm. matter what yeah it it all pays off if you start doing things that you want to do for you and going back to like just dressing how you are and just mm-hmm. being who you are if you follow that rule in your life you'll honestly truly i really think that you'll probably find happiness mm-hmm. of course not everyone's going to be happy 24/7 everyone's yeah. going to have a bad day yeah. but it's not you gotta look at it like generally speaking like you know how how are how is your week going yeah like on average like you having good mostly good days you mostly, mostly bad, bad days. days yeah do you not like your job you know do you like if you wake up in the morning and you're like oh i have to go to work yeah know, and that's a, a clear sign that too. you're not yeah at the end of every week i always do that i always sit back and i'm like how did my week go where am I at with my money? Mm-hmm. How am I doing so far? Yeah. And it's always like every Sunday or whatever, I like sit down for like about an hour and I just like think to myself. And knowing that it helps me for the week after that to really improve on what I need to work mm-hmm. on. So a lot of self-reflection has gotten me to where I am. Yeah. And of course, like I've had weeks where I've been like, I had a really bad week. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to do. And then it sucks. But eventually the more you just think about it and you just kind of try to turn around your mm-hmm. your mental outlook on life. Yeah. And I see this all over Twitter and just social media. Everyone's like, just be positive, be happy, be <laughs> be you. Yeah. Just and it's like that's Honestly, not I realistic. Feel like hearing that too makes people like not want to do it. Exactly. Like they're like, oh, because and instantly they think, okay, you don't know what I'm going. What through. I'm exactly. So you can't just be like, oh, just be happy. Like just like just, just don't be sad. Yeah, don't like, be sad. You exactly. can't just say that. You gotta you know talk to someone and you know, figure out what's going on mm-hmm. and on a personal basis. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can always give them advice, but you can't just be like, oh, well, you know, don't be sad. You have to be real with them. You have to be yeah. realistic. Like sometimes some people will come to me and they'll have like really bad relationship advice and they'll be like, yo, like my girlfriend doesn't love me anymore. And like, what do I do? And I'll tell them like, honestly, it sucks. You're in a bad situation. Mm-hmm. Like I'll let them have it for a good like yeah. two minutes, but then I'm like, but there's also this. I yeah. show them a little bit of hope and I give them like a light at the end of the tunnel because mm-hmm. if people keep beating themselves down with negative thoughts and they keep just thinking lowly of themselves no matter what it is, yeah. what do you think is going to happen? Well, it's not going to help. It's yeah. not going to help at all. You need some sort of like motivation. Exactly. Yeah. Whether So, you know, at, like the light at the end of the tunnel, like what do you want to get to? Mm-hmm. Let that at the very least be like your positive thinking. Mm-hmm. Like I can go there. And then you build off that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's like, you know, if you have something to compare it to, like, you know, I want to be here and I don't want to be where I am now. Right. You can start comparing those things and saying, what do I need to do to get from here to there? Mm-hmm. So you got to, I feel like you can't have 100% 
happiness and you can't have 100 percent sad absolutely you always not. need to have balance there's a balance and in something everything. to work off of wow you really sound like thanos <laughs> you really sound like that. There needs right? to be balance. There needs to be balance <laughs> in the universe. <laughs> but he, honestly, he's right. There there can't be all bad days or all happy days. Mm-hmm. You know, some people can have a really good like three, four days. A lot of good stuff can happen to them. And then just it takes one really, yeah. really bad day for someone to just stop in their tracks and just really lose themselves. Because that's what happened with me. Do you know, I literally had, this is really personal, but I had two dollars and 14 cents in my checking account isn't that like one of the scariest feelings two months yeah and i had a girlfriend at the time i can't do anything with her (laughs) with two dollars in my account i can't do that yeah i couldn't even sometimes they would like be like oh bro like let's go out and like let's you know get a soda or something let's go out and like i can't even buy a water bottle yeah so i started thinking like that and then i realized that the more i thought about it like wow everyone else they may not be super rich but at least they can go out and buy dinner. They can go out and buy mm-hmm. some clothes. Yeah. I can't buy a water bottle. And then I found myself really putting myself down. And that's when I, for about a month, I didn't talk to anyone. I went off the grid. I, people, I was, I ghosted a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. People were wondering where I was at. And I just told them, I'm like, oh, you know, I'm just, just at home. I'm yeah. working. I wasn't working. I only got like two <laughs> shifts a week. I wasn't working. I was yeah. at home doing nothing. And then when I was at home doing nothing, just drinking water, eating food, not even working out, just being a homebody, essentially, that really put me even into a lower place. Mm-hmm. And then eventually it took the girl that I was dating at the time to like smack me into some sense and like mm-hmm. to me like, you need to just start yeah. looking on the brighter side. Like, let's go out and looking for jobs. And she even applied for jobs for me. Mm-hmm. So she showed me what was great about some hope in the future and what I could really look forward to. And then after that, I came here. Mm -hmm. And then during that small little time period, that's when I really fell in love with psychology because I would just read books all day. Yeah. And I would just read why people feel the way that they do. Why do they do the things that they do? Why do you feel sad? Why do you feel happy? And then there's all kinds of chemicals in the brain. Neurons are firing certain ways. Mm -hmm. And there's just, there's a whole pattern of the human brain, which is the most complicated thing mm-hmm. in the world yeah and if you really look into that you can really find out a lot so it was mostly just self-reflection for about a couple those two months and then i heard so many stories of so many people who went through the same thing mm-hmm. because they failed a class they had no money and i told them what i did and they honestly, at first they were like, that's not going to work, whatever. And then I was like, just talk to me like about a week. Mm-hmm. See where you're at. Yeah. And it works. It doesn't hurt to try. Either. It doesn't hurt to try. Yeah. Just try it out just to see what's up. You don't even, just because you're sitting there and it sucks right now, but then eventually you're going to wake up one day, whether it's a couple months from now, whether it's a couple days from now, and you're going to be the happiest you've ever been. Mm-hmm. And that's what keeps me going. Mm-hmm. Am I 100%? super happy like i could walk out of here and go do a couple of skips and skip down the stairs no <laughs> like no like i got stuff i have to do yeah. like sometimes people get stressed out and all kinds of other stuff but i know that there's a day whether it's soon months from now i know there's going to be a day where i'm going to do exactly that i'm going to skip in like a mcdonald's <laughs> or something yeah. i know that that's going to happen and i know it's coming and that's that's what should keep people going mm-hmm. and that's why i think mental health is such an important conversation yeah and what bothers me a lot is like some big event, whether it's this is very dark, but a shooting, something, no matter what it is, some celebrity checks themselves into a mental institution, yeah. they just something really big in the news. That's when mental health comes to the topic of conversation for society. Mm-hmm. And then give it about maybe a couple weeks, dies down. Oh yeah, it you just, don't hear about it. it again. You don't hear about it until something big happens again. And that's what bothers me. Because if you, if you really sit there and you get as much research, and there's a bunch of research out there about psychology and stuff, but for some reason, no one refers to it or pays yeah. attention for it or looks for it at all. Mm-hmm. And that's not smart. Like, why? Yeah. There's people out there who are going through all kinds of different things, and then we have explanations for all this, but no one 
decides to just be like it's oh. almost like too simple people look at it or yeah. they just assume that you know that it's like whatever like that's not mm-hmm. gonna help me yeah but really you gotta start with something you gotta start with the small stuff mm-hmm. and then work your way up right. so they'll go on and read like oh start you know doing this and they may they, they'll read it and be like how's that gonna help me yeah. like i got big problems like, like I that's not gonna help me that, like, yeah. but taking it day by day is what's gonna help improve, improve your entire life everyone yeah and just honestly one of the best things for me that i've done is just reading books based yeah. reading books that very famous psychologists have written uh there's a professor over he mostly teaches in canada but his name is jordan peterson jordan yeah, peterson yeah. amazing guy he has a bunch of videos on youtube that are probably like 10 15 minutes long but at night i'll just sit there and i'll binge watch all his videos because there's a lot that you can learn and mm-hmm. sometimes like he he'll go on some rants that don't really make sense like it's not related but still when he makes his point he relates back to it to when he kind right, of got yeah. off track so and at the end of the video it made sense it, it all makes yeah. sense and it all wraps up and it's like oh i see what he was saying mm-hmm. and then just watching those videos i've learned a lot already about social cues going out relationships all kinds of stuff and when you think about it he always refers to the human race nowadays a lot to chimps and he talks about the relationships between certain chimps and the way that they act, mm-hmm. the dominance hierarchy, and then just the way that women look at men. And then it's the same thing related to chimps. And he just, for some reason, he has an obsession with chimps. <laughs> <laughs> and even just learning from that, it helps out a lot mm-hmm. socially. And a lot of people don't really know that. Yeah. And it's not, no one nowadays, they don't go out looking for information they just like to sit there and kind of want it handed to them which is why i kind of like i get a little bit upset with some people they're just like oh i'm working as hard they're not working as hard yeah they're like oh i have like you know i'm like 400 dollars in debt but like it'll go away eventually (laughs) at some point like i don't know what's gonna happen yeah like actually the opposite yeah it'll get worse (laughs) if you don't do something about it like there's so many situations that i could just go off about but it's it's a lot, mm-hmm. and no one takes the time to just sit down and really work on themselves and yeah. whatnot. Self care, perfect example. Now, physical self care is not always like that's going to be really beneficial to you, mm-hmm. but you also have to think to yourself and whatnot. So some days I'm not going to lie. I'll come home after a long day of work. I'll throw on a face mask. I'll throw on some like <laughs> Mac Miller or something. I'll you know I'll play some video games, something something really calming and soothing. Yeah. I'll turn my phone off and I'll leave it like in a drawer or something. That way I just don't think about it. Yeah. And then I'll just have my laptop only for like music or something. Mm -hmm. And for that hour, I'm kind of off the grid in a way, but still connected. Well, that gives you time to regenerate. Yeah. And, you know, being to yourself, doing something that you find interesting or something that's fun. Mm -hmm. It's almost like taking a nap. Yeah. But for, you know, you kind of like, regenerate yeah and you put everything else away all your you know responsibilities put them aside for a little bit and just focus on yourself and yeah when you go back to reality and you go back and you actually like turn on your phone again and then you go right back to it sometimes i honestly find myself like to do this again (laughs) like yeah okay really but But you are better off than if you were to just keep going straight going straight through because you just need that break take any breaks yeah so now at this job, I get paid time off. So I took a week mm-hmm. off and I literally, I just muted all the like management conversations. Yeah. Everyone, I muted everyone and I was like, I don't want to hear it. And then when I came back, it was like the store had burned down. It was like <laughs> people were losing their minds. And I'm like, well, I was at home with the face mask and I was calm and I came <laughs> in and I was all calm, cool, collected. And yeah. they just, they looked at me like, well, what the hell? Like, what do you do? And I'm just like, just take like two hours just to do what you want yeah. to do. And there's so many people who will tell you, they'll be like, oh, like, like one of the other girls that I work with, she knits. Mm-hmm. Kind of cool, but <laughs> <you're>, it's for <laughs> her. It's kind of cool, but um, she knits and she's like, yeah, I haven't knitted in about probably like three, four years. Hmm. I'm like, why? She's like, I don't know. I got busy with this job. And I was like, well, you're taking time off in like two weeks, aren't you? She's like, yeah. So why don't you knit during that? Put us, block all of us, yeah. mute your phone, and then just do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. 
and then people will slowly like they'll learn a lot of things they'll find new things that they love and they'll fall back in love with the things that they haven't done in a while yeah i can remember the last time i played zombies with anyone for like hours and get to like round whatever Mm -hmm. which i used to do all the time in high school and it's really nerdy but it's really fun (laughs) and i can remember last time i did that and i did that a couple days ago i was very happy and where is my phone (laughs) in my drawer (laughs) yeah off so i think everyone should take that advice just take some time Mm -hmm. turn your phone off do what you want to do and just relax a little bit whether it's binging game of thrones for hours which i don't want to talk about game of thrones (laughs) that last season horrendous but whether no matter what it is just Mm -hmm. take some time to yourself yeah i don't know that's what the people should start doing no one does it enough and then that's why so many people are saying i'm having a really crazy mental breakdown I'm like well because you're too busy because you're too busy you're, if you're going 100 miles an hour all the time you need to slow down yeah you have to slow down you're gonna like this is a really weird metaphor but you're gonna like overheat mm-hmm. exactly you can't if you're driving a car you can't just drive 100 miles per hour all the time no you'll zooming you'll get to wherever you have to get to in like five minutes but look at your car afterwards your car is going to overheat something's going to happen maybe mm-hmm. you might blow out a tire yeah but well you're more at risk to um you know crashing and burning crashing so burning say. getting pulled over doing all kinds you're of at more risk to negative things when negative things if you're going, just going 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 but if you if you're rested up if you are you know fully alert you'll be aware and on guard for mm-hmm. when those things come exactly and when those things do come you'll be prepared for it and you'll handle it from a very calm standpoint Mm -hmm. and there's so many situations now that so many kids are trying to do and anyone right now who's listening and they're trying to find a university i've been talking to because a lot of the associates that i have to manage they're like 15 16 years old so they're they're kind of like oh i don't know where to go for college i'm like well you know what do you want to do do you have any idea and they're always like nope (laughs) i'm like okay well you 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 have to start there first and then you build off of that yeah so so many kids they just don't know what they're doing they're going through stresses in life there's certain situations that are going on where they just they're stuck and it's always really important to because if you also if you get yourself out of those situations the confidence and the love that you have for yourself would skyrocket yeah a hundred percent in high school i'm not gonna lie i didn't think i was like the coolest guy i was kind of nerdy i was wearing like like we said like freshman sophomore year i was wearing like i harvey t-shirts yeah like shorts like past my knee and like i wore sparries they were comfortable yeah yeah (laughs) everyone wore sparries it was just like they were kind of uncomfortable but like i still wore them and and then eventually once i started doing what i wanted to and i took time to myself i this is very conceited but i looked in the mirror i was like wow what a beautiful human being. <laughs> <laughs> and eventually I started to love myself a little yeah. bit more. And a lot of people on social media nowadays will say that, but like, you just have to love yourself and be happy. But they don't tell you how. Right. They just say, do it. And then I'll read it and I'll be like, okay, how? Yeah. Where do I start? And that's another issue with just even social media in general. It's mm-hmm. And one of my biggest, like, you'll go on Instagram and so many friends of mine they'll just like talk to me about their confidence that they have low confidence in themselves and i'll be like okay well you you're not like a bad looking person but yeah. then they go on instagram and you're then, looking at other people you're looking at other people who are around the same age but they have like way more money mm-hmm. they're way or even more if they're like a little yeah. bit better at something at any they have a little bit more money a little bit maybe they are a little bit more attractive yeah um which again like being attractive that's based on like it, there's a scale there's a science and the scale to is different it. for and everyone and it's symmetry it's like all yeah. symmetrical so a lot of the people on instagram like i guess as someone who just goes on instagram and just does i don't post that often but when i do i post every once in a while that way because i don't like to overload people that i follow yeah. with all kinds of stuff but when i do go on instagram all i see are just like girls and guys who heavily edit their photos and like they'll dress really well they're like go to like paris or something mm-hmm. and then i'm like okay that's really cool but what's really going on behind oh yeah the well you have to realize too when you look at someone's instagram and twitter or whatever yeah that's the that's only the good stuff 
that is really only the like top five percent good that's happening in their life Mm. so and you know it's fine to post all that but as the viewer you need to realize that they're going through stuff too yeah like maybe worse than you and that's why they have to that, that could be the reason too why they have to appear as like really great on social media is maybe because they're not even close to that yeah but then behind closed doors they're probably going through way worse than oh, yeah. anyone can imagine oh yeah you just never know especially you, if you're basing it off of social media you, you, you're mm-hmm. like far off no because people only off. post like some of the best pictures they have because they probably have like thousands and thousands of followers i'm not going to post a bad picture of me if like my mom dad and everyone else and their mother is going to see it why would i want to do that to myself yeah. so of course they're going to edit it they're going to make some cool caption they're going to just flex somehow <laughs> and then they're going to post it mm-hmm. and of course everyone's going to just be like oh wow this is awesome i wish i could be you and then i'm in the back i'm like scratching my head i'm like <laughs> okay but what are you really going right through? and i think it's very important just on social media of course you don't want to be so open on social media because there's that line of privacy yeah because yeah. i'm not don't gonna tell everyone your business yeah you don't want to tell everyone your business you don't want to you know if someone asks me in like the comments like oh like what's going on with you like how are you doing johnny i haven't seen you in a while i'm not going to tell them some rant yeah in the comments of instagram well here was my week well, <laughs> here was this is what happened i'm not no and i've seen that sometimes yeah, i've seen like, people be okay. way too open on social media i'm just like whoa might want to relax a little yeah. bit but there's that line of where people need to understand that social media honestly to me it's just entertainment Sometimes I go on Instagram and I just start laughing because mm-hmm. some of the stuff I see, it makes no sense. Yeah. And I'll just start laughing for like a good like 20 minutes, even on Twitter. But also social media can be useful. Mm-hmm. But the main thing for me is that social media has been deteriorating a lot of people's self-confidence. Definitely. A lot of people's just, they're just going downhill. And I know why. Mm-hmm. And it's mostly like honestly, a lot of people say, "Oh, it's just girls." They look at other girls like who are in like sororities or girls who are doing this, like Instagram models. But it's also guys too. Oh yeah, and no one talks about that. Sometimes I used to look at guys who were just ripped and jacked, who had like fifty tattoos mm-hmm. and like everywhere they went, like uh, what's his name, Dan Bilzerian. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How <laughs> he goes everywhere oh, in the yeah. world, and he has like twenty girls just following him. What? <laughs> like, first of all, why would you need that many like women just around you? No, yeah, I, it's, I guess it, in it's his excessive. Case, well, I mean, it, well, he's smart too because that's that's marketing for him. Because people is. will see that and be like, "Wow, like I I want to be like that." Yeah, but you know, you, you look behind the scenes. He's probably like he probably like, shows up for the pictures. Doesn't he pay them? And then like, oh well, yeah, first of all, he pays yeah. them. They're reps basically. Because then you, if you if you go to those girls and you find like their Instagrams, right? They're repping his. His um, brands clothing, and his brands, that. whatever, yeah. yeah. So, of course, I mean, he, he goes, to, does all this stuff, but he's not, like, hanging out with them, like, yeah. 24-7. Mm-hmm. He, like, shows up, does the picture, does the video, whatever, and then he's and like, then, like, all right, all right, boys, let's go smoke Like, let's go. Like, yeah, <laughs> let's go. To, like, let's go, like, smoke a cigar out back. Let's, let's go, like. Yeah. And I saw that, and then I honestly was just, like, now, I figured it would, there, there has to be a reason behind it. Yeah. Because every single picture of his and, like, anyone else's, there's just girls everywhere and, like, nice cars and a lot of guns, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and I noticed, I was just like, okay, you know, it looks fun. Honestly, like, for a second, I was like, wow, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, I wish I could be driving, like, a McLaren oh, yeah. with, like, <laughs> three girls in the backseat. That seems really fun. But I was like, wait a minute. There's a little bit more to it. And then, like you just said, that's perfect. Like, mm-hmm. it's marketing. It's he's doing so much more than just making a post and right. trying to flex. Right. And it's I, it's cool, but, dude, like, post a selfie or something. <laughs> like, like, come on. Yeah. I don't – it's bad. But social media in general, just – there's all kinds of – you'll see everything on social media from – Dan Bozerian to Instagram models that in the eyes of people who are just at school doing regular working nine to fives, doing what they want to do, mm-hmm. they'll look at that and they'll be like, that's almost a picture perfect reality. Right. When it's not. Mm-mm. And that's really aggravating. Yeah. It's really annoying. Mm-hmm. And when I post pictures, like the last picture I posted, it was just me at a music festival. 
that's as normal as can be. <laughs> like, I'm not yeah. in Dubai. Like, you don't, you, you don't like, go and then not post a picture. Yeah, like, I'll festival. go if I'm doing something fun. Like, I'll yeah. post a picture. Like, I'll, I'll look really cute in a picture, whatever. And then, like, I'll post it. But I'm not going to flex with some nice car. I'm not going to go walk up to, like, five random girls and be like, oh, can you guys pretend to be my friend yeah. for, like, an Instagram <laughs> post? I'm not going to do that. Well, because, too, people who know you will start talking. They'll say, oh, yeah. They'll be like, like, no, he, he doesn't know those He people. doesn't know those girls. And I'll be like, yeah, oh, I was yeah, there. He walked yeah, up and, like, there. paid he them five bucks. Paid them, like, five bucks. Exactly. He just, like, walked yeah. up and gave them, like, ten bucks each. And they took it. Mm-hmm. And, which is, that's another thing. You'll see so many things. Like, I've seen a lot of things on social media and just I've heard so many situations of what people will do for money. What would I not do? What would, what would I not do for money? <laughs> yeah. And honestly, we have to be honest. Like, if someone walked up to us right now and was like, "Will you do this for two point three million dollars?" I'd be like, "Okay, <laughs> <laughs> what is, all right." Um, and it it was a really bad movie, but you know the movie um what is it? The box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That movie, horrible movie, but the concept <laughs> was really the good. The concept was yeah. great. No one who doesn't own this movie, which I'm sure. There's probably some people out there who don't, yeah, but yeah. there's this couple and they're going through some really hard financial troubles. And this random dude just walks up to him and is like, hey, I have this box with a button in it. And if you push this button, you get a million dollars. But someone somewhere, you may not know them, you don't know, they die. Now, that movie was blasted into a meme on Twitter because so many right. people are just like, oh, I'm pushing it. <laughs> and honestly, would I push it? Yeah, of course. But it's also the morality of it and mm-hmm. just what would you do for this? Would yeah. you let someone die just for like a million dollars? And the more you think about it, the more you kind of realize that what people would do for money and it's just, yeah, it's just paper, but it controls our lives mm-hmm. and kids don't know how to manage it. First of all, no, they, so they get that million and they get that million gone, and like, they, they the blow year. it. They spend it on clothes, jewelry, food, whatever, renting vip at like guilt (laughs) and then that's it before they know it they're gone and that's when i kind of started to realize okay maybe i should start buckling down on my money and that was towards the end of Mm -hmm. when i was making minimum wage right i was making minimum wage and i was only working like probably like 20 hours yeah you realize that it's it's not that much it's not that much but then going from that to a promotion as a manager you're working full time. So I'm working 32 to almost 40 and I'm getting yeah. paid way more. So the first management paycheck that I got, my jaw dropped. <laughs> like it wasn't 2000. It wasn't some crazy amount, yeah, but, but it was compared to what you were doing. What I was making. Yeah. It's a lot. And I'm still living at home. And I just started the process of like finding which university I want to go to and trying to see where I want to live. Mm-hmm. And then knowing how much money I make now, it's like, wow. Yeah. Okay, that's a lot. And what what I kind of want everyone to do or what they should do, you should go look in your closet or just go walk around your room and grab some random stuff that you've bought recently and calculate just how much in total it was. And then you're going to get hit with this huge number of how much money you're spending mm-hmm. on like clothes, yeah, food, I don't know, jewelry, <laughs> whatever, know, whatever it is. Whatever yeah. it is. People will I did that with all the clothes that I've bought over the past like year or so and it it hurt. Mm-hmm. I looked and I was like, wow. You can even go like on your bank account and it'll show you like how much money you spent and what you spent it on. Yeah. Like it's that easy. It'll tell you. Like, yeah, you it, could do that yeah. too. But And then you realize like how much you actually spend in yeah. food alone. It'll tell clothes. me like my bank will tell me like they have categories for like food and they have it for like random stuff. Yeah. So just on food alone, like within like a month, I think there was a time period where I spent like maybe three hundred dollars on food. Yeah, on food? It's not like it's not hard to do. Yeah, it's really not. It's not. And then you look back and you're like, uh, uh what? <laughs> it's not that hard. And people were like, hey, I'm so broke. And I'm like, well, why are you broke? And they're just like, oh, I I just spent a lot of money on food. I'm like, do you know how much money you're spending on food? They're like, no, but I'm I'm sure it's a lot. And I'm like, well, you can easily calculate it. You just it's not hard. Look at your yeah. bank statement. And then when I did that, I always do that. And then you start cutting back on that. And yeah. then the most simple thing I've ever heard in life that my parents ever taught me, they were just like, real simple. You don't spend money, you save money, and then your money grows. Mm-hmm. And then your bank account's huge before you even know it. Yeah. So a lot of people, they'll spend money on just stuff that they don't need. 
So they'll buy a bunch of clothes, they'll buy a bunch of food, and then I know some people who will pay all their bills and stuff after they do that. Mm. Which you can't you, you gotta handle what you have to do first. Yeah, you gotta you gotta pay for your needs first. Pay for your needs first, get gas for your car, yeah. pay for your phone, do whatever it is you have to pay for first, and then after that, of course, handle whatever you want right. to do. But don't go crazy. Because right. that's what I used the to do. The mindset should be whatever you have left over. Um, you know, of course, I say either save it or if you want to spend a little bit, like spend whatever's fine. left over. Yeah. Yeah. But of course, do everything in your power to save it. Yeah. But that first paycheck I got, I'm not going to lie, Alex, I blew that. <laughs> I blew that. <laughs> oh, I yeah. blew that in about like a weekend. It was bad. And then I checked my bank account. And they were like, yeah, like you probably have like a hundred bucks left. I'm like, are you kidding me? Where did all that go? And then... I looked, saw where it was all at, and a lot of kids I know will make their decision about where they want to go for college Yeah, because not only for just the tuition and whatnot, of course, that's going to get calculated in their expenses, but also a lot of the kids that I know, they'll go out and they'll want to do fun stuff, and Mm -hmm. depending on where you're at, it can be a little bit expensive and whatnot. Yeah. At UCF, at like Pub or Lip or whatever, I think uh, one of the friends that we know... um, he spent about like what like 40 bucks in one night 40 dollars in one night are you kidding me that's like <laughs> gas that's yeah, gas that's a full tank of gas right yeah that's a full tank of gas 40 dollars not me <laughs> but then at fsu he probably spent like 10 bucks in total yeah and he had a great time but i know some kids that literally said it's really cheap to live up here and it's fun and it's a party school so that's why I want to hmm. live here. And I'm like, what about your academics? And they're just like, what, what, what academics? <laughs> what, what academics? <laughs> what are you talking about? And that's not just for FSU. That's for yeah, every that's... single school yeah, in it happens the everywhere. United States. Everywhere. FSU just so happens to be the biggest party one, I think. Probably in Florida. 100%. That's what they say, yeah. Yeah. And I haven't gone to UF yet. I've only been to FSU mm-hmm. and UCF. But... I know UM is probably just as bad. No, yeah, yeah. It's it's Miami. Come on. But <laughs> I just think that a lot of people should really take a step back and just reevaluate yourself. Yeah, hundred percent with your money, where you're at mentally. And I never really told a lot of people, but I was definitely for those like two months, I was depressed and mm-hmm. I I didn't see any light in the tunnel. And for a minute there, I was like, okay, well, what's the point? Might as well just. Cause my dad, he has like two guns in his closet. So I was like, okay, boom, easy way out. And I was just like, no, 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 chill, 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 chill. Yeah, you pull yourself back. You're like, okay. I was like, okay, well, and I was like, that was that was yeah. bad. That was really bad. And it all it took was just one night. And I realized because it was one night because someone will say we'll release the grades and you can go and check them and yeah. you know you can just easily log in and you see your grades. Check my grades weren't too pretty. And then check my bank account like right after that just because and also not too pretty. And then telling my parents that essentially like if I was a parent looking at my child unemployed at 19, failing classes, what's going on? And then what really put me down into that state was realizing like, wow, I feel like a failure Mm -hmm. in a way. So after that happened, I literally it was one of the worst nights I think I've ever had. Yeah. And, and then eventually, like, I just kind of stayed stuck in that little mental state for a while Mm -hmm. until eventually I came up and now I'm here. Yeah. And now when I get a little sad, I do everything I can to just bring myself back up because I refuse Mm -hmm. to get to that point. I don't want anyone ever. I don't care whether they really hate me. They can love me. No one should ever have to go through that. No. Which is why... I do everything I can to help anyone out. Mm-hmm. There's some people who I haven't talked to in years, but they still like hit me up every once in a while. And they'd be like, oh, yeah. how are you doing? Like, I got some issues. Can you, you know, like, what's up? And I'm like, well, I haven't seen you in a while, but we can just sit down, grab some coffee, mm-hmm. and then we'll talk. Yeah. And then I talk to them, and then I help them figure it out. And then I feel so much better knowing that I can prevent someone from getting to where I was. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a really good feeling. But... Another thing that a lot of people do, they like to hide it a lot. Yeah, when you bottle it up, it's not. It's it, not. It's good. just a you know. It's like when you shake a Coke bottle, 
And then you open it up, it's and a, it just it's goes full. Everywhere. It's up to the brim. Mm-hmm. Shake it up and open it up, and it just it just explodes. explodes. It goes yeah. everywhere. Yeah, but people, they're also a really good human. Just I guess I would say like a trait is the best word. They're really good at hiding their emotions. I can walk in yeah. here and you wouldn't know. Like I could go home and just do the same thing. I could be in that same mental state. I'm yeah. not. But when I walked in here, you wouldn't know the difference. Right. People. Some people, yeah, not all people. Me I'm not gonna tell that, you. I'm yeah. not gonna like walk in and be like, "Hey, Alex, like, I was really depressed about like two, three weeks ago. What's up? Want to do this podcast?" <laughs> yeah. And be like, "Oh, okay, I guess. <laughs> all right." But a lot of people, they're good at just like keeping to themselves, yeah, and hiding certain things. And I think that's a really big issue today. You should. Everyone nowadays, they have one or two really solid friends that you can go to mm-hmm. and talk to them about this stuff. And a lot of guys, mostly, not just girls, mostly guys, they're afraid of being emotional. It's definitely, yeah, it's definitely a guy thing where they want to they want to be tough. not be seen they as want to, They don't want to yeah. be seen as a crybaby or whatever the case may be. They don't want to be a bad guy. Mm-hmm. So what they do is they'll just sit there and they'll be like, oh, like, I'm fine. And, you know, they'll pretend to still be tough and whatnot, but then they go home and they just let it all out. Yeah. But... A lot of the times I tell some of my guy friends, like, dude, you can cry in front of me. Like, I'm not going to judge you. Mm-hmm. You're not a robot. No, um, yeah, it, it happens to everyone. <clears throat> it does. It's bad. But luckily, there's all kinds of people out there who are willing to help. Yeah. All kinds of stuff. But I don't know. It's, it's bad. Mm-hmm. By the way, you see the new iPhone? Yeah. Do you like it? I I think the camera thing is throwing me off. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it, it I think I feel like it from what I've seen it operates pretty well. Mm-hmm. Like it they say that it's so much better. It has like, you know, 4 hours more battery the specs life. And I don't all believe that, it. Yeah. But I I mean, I, I obviously it is better than the last one. Yeah. It always is. Um, you know, like if I have an upgrade, maybe I'll get it. Mm-hmm. Because for me it's is mostly the operating side of it. Right. You know, I don't really care as much how it looks. Mm-hmm. Like, it could have five cameras on there. It'd be, be like, like, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's stupid, but, you know. It, it just... But at the same time, it's like, people are saying, like, oh, it looks dumb, whatever. They're still going to get it, They're though. still going to get it, because yeah. it's Apple. That's what I was saying. I, I saw it on Twitter, and I saw Apple release it, and they said, oh, we're going to have, what is it? It's like three cameras, There's and it's three, like a, yeah. a rectangle in the back. And I was like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever seen Apple do. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? No one's going to buy that. And then a couple of days after it was released, um, one of my friends was trying to get it, and she couldn't because it was sold out. Oh, yeah. Everywhere. They pre-ordered it. Like, they pre-ordered instantly. it everywhere, and it's on, like, back-ordered, and it, you just can't get it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why? It just doesn't – it looks dumb. But just yeah. the fact that the Apple logo was smacked on there, people will wait in line for days mm-hmm. just to get, like, a $1,000 phone. Yeah. That's probably going to die on them within, like, a couple hours. Yeah, I don't believe the fact that it's yeah. going to last, like, what, eight hours? An additional like, eight hours. Straight. Okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, it, but it, yeah. it also depends on how you use your phone, if you use your right. phone while it's charging. But they're claiming, like, if you're using it for, like, you know, eight hours straight or whatever, it'll still be, like, good to go, which I don't believe. Because, like, <laughs> okay. well, what's going to happen is then they're going to release the iPhone 12, and they're going to hit that button And they're going to they hit have. that button, <laughs> and then it's going to start going down. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what's going to happen. And then I have the 10s yeah, yeah and i'm already waiting for this thing to start getting a little junky it happens yeah. it'll happen that's just what apple does it was really that was a big sidetrack from what we were talking about but that was on my mind i was like i wonder what because i've been asking everyone yeah about the thing about the new iphone because i'm thinking about getting it just because i can mm-hmm. and i don't know yet so i'm trying to get everyone's opinion so i yeah. asked you yeah so, i think basically it's the bottom line for me is it's a phone and it's the purpose of it, not how it looks. You realize that we don't use iPhones for, like, everything that it can do? We only use iPhones for, like, texting and, like, calling and just all the best basic stuff that we do, like mm-hmm. social media. Yeah. But if you really, like, crack open an iPhone, you can do so much more. And there's been so many people have said that the manpower that is in your phone mm-hmm. is the same thing that sent people to the moon years yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah. So imagine if we really cracked in there and what we can really find out what this phone can do 
I'm sure you'd get your entire money's worth. But if you're just going to go on Twitter and watch cooking videos for 30 seconds, <laughs> you're just wasting your yeah. money. Yeah. But none of us were really going to do that. Of course, we're still going to get it. I'm mm-hmm. going to get it. And that's another thing, too. What really helped me out in terms of just like my finances and like my mental health, buying stuff that I really, really wanted and achieving things that I really, really wanted mm-hmm. made me happy. Yeah. And knowing that I worked for it. So this phone that I got, I got this phone when I was still at Abercrombie, but I worked for it and I saved up money for it. And then I made my own phone plan. Like I, my parents dumped me on my own and I, I pay for it myself, but knowing that I work for it and I pay for it and it's all me, it feels so much better. It feels amazing. And everyone, I think if everyone just sets goals for themselves and they set ideas that they want to do and they come up with stuff that they want, like 20 years from now, I want to buy a Tesla. Hell yeah. I, I want a Tesla. Am I going to get one right now? <laughs> Absolutely no. not. No. But I test drove one because uh, at the Florida Mall, they have a Tesla store there. Yeah. And they give you the option to test drive one. So I test drove the Model S. It's Lo- amazing, isn't it? Loved it. Oh, yeah. I honestly almost cried. <laughs> it It's so different. I can't even compare it to a regular gas car. Yeah. It doesn't compare. And it's also like a car that seems like it's almost, almost made for five-year-olds. like it's it's funny like the whoopee cushion option and all kinds of stuff like that but that is one of my goals that i want to do within the next like 10 15 years Mm -hmm. and i know that when i buy that car i'm not going to shut up about it for a good month (laughs) and i'm going to be really happy about it but yeah one final question oh hit me with it which model tesla are you going to get Like right now, like if you, because obviously they'll change in right, like right, right. ten years. If you could pick one of the four that is released right now, what would it be? I don't like any of the ones that look like SUVs. I'm not gonna lie to you. So not the. So not the X or the no, Y. No, I don't like those. So I don't even know the name. I don't care for those. I don't. <laughs> I don't care for those. The Model S. The, yeah, the Model yeah. S, and I'm gonna get the Tesla Roadster. Oh yeah, of course. The Tesla Roadster yeah. and the Model S. I already know. I want the Model S either all blacked out black rims everything all black or white but black rims yeah, yeah. all that but the tesla roadster that might just be like a fun little purchase mm-hmm. but the model s is like the yeah. angle 100 what a great way to end a podcast of course Alex, asking elon about musk. tesla elon <laughs> musk the man the myth the legend want to meet him too oh yeah that's definitely a good won't one. ever happen but <laughs> that could be a goal <laughs> But yeah, hey, thanks again for coming on. Oh, absolutely. It's been a great talk, man. It was great coming. Thank you for having me. Of course. Thank you again for tuning in to another episode of the Gonzo Tonight Show. Be sure to follow us on social media at Gonzo Tonight and support the podcast at anchor.fm slash Gonzo Tonight. Thank you again for tuning in and we'll see you next time.